watching prohibition fall down. Are you guys ready? Are you ready, Scotty? It's Wake and Bake America, man. Pay attention here. What are you sniff, just sniffing on nugs? This is alien kush cream. Don't call it nugs, man. What are you nuts? I love the uh when you get guru. Do we have a nug cam today? Yeah, we got no. a nug cam. Look today. at this shit. That's the rough cut right there. How, how am I doing? That's looking good. Jesus. I mean, what do you do when you, you do want to give it to your friends? When it's just loaded, the leaves are loaded with crystals, you're like, you fucking take them off, all right? <laughs> God damn, man. How you living, dude? I'm living all right. I'm living all right, man. I joined uh, I joined a new gym and <laughs> specifically I did like they, they wanted me just to sign up. They're like, just sign up and you can cancel. I'm like, no, I just want to try you. I'll pay the $20 drop in fee, okay? <laughs> and uh, they, they they gave me the rules. They're like, okay, if you can, sanitize your hands when you come in. Um, when you're at your station, if you do not have to wear your mask, I'm like, let's join. I'm doing this now. Ah, I right. use the gym for... Uh, uh, cycling. I just I just get on this uh, spin bike and just go at it when it's raining right now and trying to keep my legs. And I was doing it at another gym where you were required to wear a mask, and that was just just doesn't go together. Once the mask gets sweaty, you know what I mean. Just a little little too much. Yeah, it's gross. You just, you just got to embrace it and get one of those masks that like restricts the amount of air that comes in. To oh give yeah, your, training mask. Yeah, to give your lungs a better workout too. <laughs> well. But in, in, in a roundabout way, I forgot to wear my bike pants to the gym, speaking of sweaty. So, so I'm there spinning for an hour, hour and 10 or whatever. And I get up and like right after the, the gym, you want your post-workout IPA from the beer store next door. So I'm like, you know what? This is cool. But my pants just look like I shit slash peed. My, they're just <laughs> oh, all you, sweated you out. You just had that. You just had the ass sweat going all down. So I gave, and I'm, I don't look like I'm in a full gym getup. Like I'm in this black hoodie after I leave the gym. I put my flip flops back on. So when I went into the beer store, I felt like I had to do the disclaimer to the, nah, the woman behind the you, counter. I'm like, no, turn- no. You should just be like, uh, he did not say anything. They'll be like, you know, the man who pissed himself and comes here every day, he's a pretty cool guy, right? Oh, yeah, Mr. Piss oh, no. himself. Yeah, it's him. I was like, if when I leave here, you notice my wet butt, it's because I just left the gym. Thank you very much, because I do see these people uh, some <laughs> from time to time. So anyway. <laughs> I would be like, yo, when I leave here and you notice my hot, wet ass, no. I, no, I, no thank you, a little you, too much. That'd be a little much. It doesn't work for dudes. Let's get into the show. No, that's what I say. Run. I say, no, thank you. Then stop looking, Okay. Show rundown for Wake and Bake here. Scotty uh, wants to talk about ultra bunk. Hang on. Scotty didn't want to talk about ass sweat, by the way. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I was outvoted. Um, yeah, what's up with ultra bunk CBD? We're going to break down a little bit on what? Hear that? Sourcing good CBD, how to understand it or what? That's my theme music right there. I got my I got my bass going, yo. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I just seen some products recently. And I should have gone and grabbed it. Some super bunk product. And it just made me think of a couple other things. It made me think of the CBD industry right now. Like it's just a bunch of labeling and branding. And I think a service that we can do on our non-grow show day is to explain CBD and how to evaluate good from bad. What makes it good? You know, what makes it real? How strong is it? Same kind of shit we do with lights. Yeah, and for those of you that haven't caught it on any of the prior episodes, there is grow room construction going on in the next wall over. You do hear a little, it's the sound of progression, okay? Grow that is the sound 
That is the sound of the ceiling. And I got yelled at by, I kind of get it, man. The guy I've been going back and forth with, I was bullshitting one of the DGC. He's like, well, look, every time they hear about your fucking grow being built, you know, and you should be building it yourselves. You should be sweating and suffering over that thing. And I've sweated and suffered and built enough grows before. Dude, you've seen them. They've kind of been crappy. I don't really use the the grow I I grew in in uh, Colorado when I was there for 10 years uh, was built in my garage with true like wall construction. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to put footers into concrete. I had all that done. uh, And then I grew, did my craft for 10 years. Yeah, Yeah. I I get what you're saying. saying. This is the first house I've owned, man. So the point is, is that I have a buddy that I can pay in weed. (laughs) I have a buddy that's a professional contractor that goes, I used to grow. I would love to help you grow. By the way, all I do now is is fix fancy houses. So man, you're going to want outlets up there. And damn, look at all this dust in this place. If it's dusty in here, it's going to be dusty in there. You need a HEPA filter. And damn, how are you going to vacuum, man? Why don't we get one of those ports? And he's just, he thinks when you get a little bit older and you can pay other people to do things, you pay people that have for the skills that you don't have. So I understand what I want. Guru's a beautiful, a great designer at laying things out. He understands how we're going to shoot in there. Uh, My buddy understands all the equipment. I understand all the equipment. I give him a list of it and he knows where to place it properly. So it's this badass team after the first time I've ever been able to do anything like this. And I'm super excited for it. This isn't me going and get four inch foam tying it on the top of my car and uh, being like, these are the walls. I'm going to make walls out of the foam. I just want to throw it out there. The two room flip with the veg in the middle studio grow was actually pretty badass. That was not a just crappy grow. Guess who, guess who built the walls? Yep. person that's yeah yep ratty rick ratty rick was there yeah i don't build walls the walls All i right, built give me yeah hold up save save it for grow talk we'll get an update on the next grow talk on scotty's grow room build okay yes i forgot no growers listen to this show you're right no 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 in the news, <laughs> news preview today we got um can marijuana affect your memory uh talking about marijuana short-term memory long-term memory on younger brains older brains pretty interesting article here super interesting because you always want to just give the easy answer is yeah yeah but yeah, I do wonder how, why the fuck do I remember Mrs. Hodges, my fourth grade teacher, and that even then I thought she was hot. I was confused. I'm in the fourth grade. I'm like, this chick's hot, man. Nice. And then we got cops can't tell if you got a marijuana buzz. Uh, this was written by William J. McNichol and is an adjunct professor. Wait, what's ad, what's an adjunct professor mean? What's that, Guru? That means they're there for a little bit. They're not tenured. They're not, it's not like their their home place. Honestly, Adjun- I don't know. I think it means like they're they're there for a minute, man. They're like and guests. I want everybody out there to know it's okay to say I don't know. It's actually preferred. Oh no, yeah. I'm gonna tell you some public service announcement. It's okay to say you're wrong. It's okay, man. I didn't I didn't understand it. Or I've changed my mind on that. Fuck yeah, you were right. And thanks a million for explaining it to me. And I'm of the very strong impression that no question is a dumb question. Like the only dumb that is question, fucking stupid. The though, only man. dumb question is a question unan- or unasked. I just want to call you. So, stupid. an adjunct professors no are defined as professors who are hired on a contractual basis, usually part-time positions. I think you got, got pretty much got it there, Scotty. But I know just <clears throat> enough. I know just enough to get through life. Okay. So this article was written by William J. McNichol, an adjunct professor at Rutgers Law School, where he teaches a course on current issues in marijuana regulation. That's a course I'd like to take, I think. I think. Maybe. Look, I, talk, I took drugs in society. It was an anthropology course. And I was like, this is going to be cool, man. And uh, it was all right, man. It was okay. Like, uh, 
Yeah, it wasn't as cool as you would think it was. It's a lot of work, these these things are, these classes in college. Before we get a little bit more, I mean, you can keep talking or whatever. We'll talk about what we're talking on. Uh, I want to say join the DGC, my friends. Join the DGC, dudegrows.com forward slash support. You can also, when you're over at dudegrows.com forward slash support, we're releasing all shows there to everybody. You don't have to be a patron. Patrons are getting them early. You can also watch the show on dudegrows.com. Uh, but when you sign up over there to support this show, you're going to get free seeds from Seeds Here Now. All the benefits are listed on our Dude Grows members page. Also, you will get a sticker pack sent out with a high-functioning stoner card. Chance to win. February's fine giveaway. February 22nd, HLG Scorpion R-Spec. I like that they put Scorpion there. Scorpions are pretty badass. Um, oh, man. Scorp- fuck you. Scorpions suck. They're just like, they show up. They're, oh, yeah, you know, I'll live in your shoe. And I can sting the fuck out of you. Won't kill you, just hurts really bad. If, if you're ever stuck in nature and you need to, like, eat something, though, they're pretty easy to catch. You just need a cup and there's trash all over the world. So You eat them? Yeah, you, I mean, you just cut the stinger off. The only poisonous hey, part, if it's a an eater, they're really poisonous one. I'm more into aquatic Brazilian centipedes. To win the HLG Scorpion R spec, guys, you can go over when you're signed in supporting the show on Patreon. It's the top post. It's the sticky post. Make a comment, and we are going to pick a winner on February 22nd. So hook it up, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Oh, 30% off real growers recharge for you as well. If you haven't checked out this light, go to Horticultural Lighting Group. Look under lamps. You'll find the Scorpion. I think it retails like at 1100 or some shiz. Uh, 600 man, is it a you just look at the damn screen, man. Eight ninety nine. It should be eleven hundred. It's eight ninety nine, which is a goddamn good savings. I now have a six by six going. What will this cover? Up to a five by optimally a five by five tent for all life cycles or space. It'll do six foot veg, six by six veg. Yeah. It'll be bloom. I got six foot wide. I'm thinking of going with three. I'm sorry, two of those HLG. I think they're 360s. Uh, They're basically like a third of those right there. And just curious, it's $8.99 and then your coupon code, your DGC discount on top of that. But it really all, my point is it really does depend on your footprint, man. I'm not guaranteeing combination of said coupon codes and sales, but you can figure that out. Okay. Can we talk about the fucking growing? God damn it, man. Yes, no worries. (laughs) That's a good one for like a five by five. If you've got that five by five canopy covered, man, you just chunk them up. You know, if you got a 10 by 10 or a, yeah, something like that, you just put four of those in there. But man, what I'm doing, I got like a U-shaped, you know, where I got a six by six and I want I want to be able to access in the, in the middle. So, man, I'd be better with like basically like a third of those, which is what their HLG 360s are, like two of those quantum boards, uh, just whatever, basically mounted like 18 inches, 24 inches apart. Uh, so it just really does matter what shape of the canopy you're going for. What Heck light yeah. you get. Cool, though. Very cool. Check it out. DeGrows.com forward slash support, guys. Let's jump into this show because it's almost harvest time, apparently. And the Dank Nugs here by Raw Dog 608 Picking the Dank Nugs off DeGrows.com. Anybody can get them on up there. And these do look, oh, that one of them nice and striked out. Damn. It almost looks like it has a mold, but it's just all truck. It says, wanted to thank you guys for the help along the way with my grow. Definitely Tight. digging these colors. Looking forward Beautiful. to harvest in just a couple of days. Strain is Jello from Clearwater Genetics. Hey, you know what? Right. That looks like a nice flush on that. There's not a whole ton of nitrogen in that in, in those leaves left. And notice also, this, this is a, these buds, 
are a testament to some people say, you know, you can look at the hairs, the color of the hairs for harvest, which doesn't have anything to do with it because there are no amber hairs or orange hairs on this bud, but damn it, it's triked out. Right. You want to just measure them trichomes. See I a couple ambers. Is an official word. I was trying to use it. I kept trying to spell check it the other day. It's triked, not yet an adjective. I don't know. You got to start using it, man. Yo, I was so triked out. Yeah, it should be. It's got to be in the Urban Dictionary. I mean, technically, you could use it in Scrabble because it has to be a word in the common vernacular or something that's used in common usage. So, like, we use it pretty common. So, if we were playing Scrabble, you could use it as a word. This is me playing Scrabble with Guru right here. <laughs> you, you don't, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. You don't want to play board games with me, just in oh, general. No. That's a blanket warning. Uh, you ever play Stare at the Wall? Because I'm also competitive, too. And it com- What yeah, about a fine game of Risk? Um, I mean, you're on. You want to play whenever? They have ones on the computer we can play against each other. I was just about to ask you, do you play any games that are actual physical games anymore, or is everything on the PC? Um, I have the strategy to win a game of Monopoly every single time and make everybody hate you, which I think is like the goal of Monopoly. <laughs> it's a physical that. game. Okay. You move your fingers and shit. What do you mean? We're, I'm fucking forty something, man. I'm supposed to my, play a physical game. I, I think my daughter has broken down in tears before playing Monopoly. I yep. do. Well, don't play with Guru because he'll fucking he's a dick about it, man. What are you talking on there, Scotty? It's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, I rolled a joint to smoke of some bourbon poison that I had around. I keep on losing the last jar and refinding it. My fucking max potency found it, and he's all rolling up his spliffs like it's junk weed. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. weed's got personal, uh, it means something to me that. So my Durban poison, I got a joint of that, but just waiting for the show to start between construction. I smoked a bowl of this Alien Kush cream. I think I, was I say I think you I should dump it. some of that out for the nug game again. These is Bruce Banner cut right here because you can see he makes you do the last little bit of work. But fucking A, it got me so high. I'm going to smoke the joint anyway. Don't get me wrong. But I am burnt. So let's have some fun. Let's bullshit, boys. Nice. I like it. Banner's been hooking it up, huh? He's really become an awesome grower. And it's so cool because we met each other through a party. And I was like, yeah, I grow. It's back when I grew. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I grow. And he's like, well, uh. Uh, man, I've always wanted to grow. And I was like, well, we need a good website. And we literally like traded website for grow advice. And we went to the store and went shopping. And it was just so much fun to see him set up and help him set up his first grow, seeing the progression from 315, which is just a very low, you know, small grow. Guy with a family and a regular small house, uh, 315s to then the LEDs. I think he's now using the HLG 300s. And his grow is just stepping up incrementally to the point where now I'm really stuck. I think I told you he gave me a few jars and it was a really special gift. You know, like when somebody, I don't know, when somebody gives you something, they grow. I mean, especially this, this is probably four months of his life in this jar right here, you know, at least for this plant. And for him to take a hunk of that, he gave me like one of each of his harvests. I had like four or five jars uh, to give you a hunk of that and be like, hey, look, man, I spent a lot of time to get this. And here's. A hunk of it, man. That's yeah. fucking mean something, man. That was really awesome. Yeah, people want to. Sh- I mean, it's not like he's just trying to show off. He wants to help you out as well. But now every time you smoke it, you have this sweet feeling of joy for Bruce Banner. I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud of him. I knew he'd be good. There are certain people you know that will be good at this because they're artists. The same people that can make great dough. 
you know, uh, yeah, I've got someone that can make great bread. Remember, uh, shit, what were we doing? I don't even know if we released it. I was uh, had something for the patrons. I'm, Guru, did we release that? When it came? I, don't. I don't think we did. Maybe we should. We were just fucking around. I've been fucking around with the equipment lately. And it was a noodle maker in China. And he was showing you how he... Uh, I think it was actually Japan. No, it was China. And he was sitting there like making ocean waves with the water as he added the flour to it. And the salt symbolized something. And it was so spiritual and and amazing seeing him do this, man. And just that type of content. I mean, yeah, amazing to see stuff like that. That type of content. Like we didn't post it because we just didn't know where to post it. Would you guys check out a live show on Twitch if we had a live show on Twitch? I'm talking to the, the audience, yeah. everyone listening. Like, uh, if we did some live content on Twitch, would you guys check it out? I barely know what Twitch is, but I sit here and hang out and bullshit about stuff, and they swear I should be on Twitch. And I don't. Anyway, we've been doing that kind of stuff. We should put that out to the patrons. Look out for more of that. Well, I am talking on. Sorry, I got the hijack sign, so I just stopped, man. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking on, man? Enough about me. Let's talk about. I'm not. Uh, today is just some uh, some 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 quads, man. Some quads, actually, from a neighbor. I don't even know the strain, but what I wanted to talk about was making some edible slash topicals mainly. And I was sitting here thinking, dude, I got a magical butter machine that I I think I've used twice. I'm like, you should use that. Do something with it. And then I was thinking. Why do you keep it ultra simple? Something everybody probably has. I've never done it in the crock pot, right? And how easy it is. Basically, I have this recipe up. It's in the show notes. You just take an ounce of cannabis trim, it says. You're throwing it in with 16 ounces of coconut oil. You're putting it in the crock pot low overnight and straining the shit out, right? Super simple for edibles. Or if you use coconut oil, which I need it for more for, um, that solidifies at room temperature, that can that can be used as balm or a salve or whatever it works really well. My question is, and the instructions here it says uh, grind the cannabis with either a coffee grinder, a blender, or a food food processor before you soak it in. What am I achieving there versus just more surface area for the coconut oil to like? Why do I want to grind it fine? I had thought that my guru, you can pop in here, but the idea, yeah, is to expose the most surface area, especially if they're buds, same way you would grind the weed. Now, it kind of depends on like what your goals with the edibles are. If you don't really care how they taste and you just want it to get you high, uh, grinding it up like this and breaking up, exposing all the surface area and trichomes that you can to have the most uh, complete extraction. And that's what you're doing when you, when you make I also would look at that, yeah, whole plant medicine. Like, yeah, I want it all. I don't mind. I want to taste the weed in it. I like the Then, then this is, this is fine to do. It is going to have that weed taste to it. And the, or if you're using it as a topical, the taste doesn't matter at all. It might just smell a little bit like weed. If you want to have like a cleaner way of doing this, if you have access to a rosin press or something like that, squishing the flour into rosin and then using that concentrate to uh, dissolve into your stuff. But using a like slow cooker is what, uh, that's how I used to make edibles like back back in the day because you you just put the, all the stuff in there and you add a little bit of water <laughs> and over the course of the day, that's one thing I, I don't know if it says in here, you do want to add water to it continually so it doesn't burn, um, but just it lets it stay m- closer to the temperature that everything's going to decarboxylate at. I think when you grind it, you get better access to each trichome, but you get uh, the chlorophyll. You're breaking open the cell, so the chlorophyll is exposed too. So it's going to give you that darker color, but I think it would make it a bit more potent. And if you're just making butter, I don't know. 
Yeah, it doesn't mention anything about adding water. I just, uh, the question was, I mean, I guess all crockpots have like a base temperature for low and that's hot enough to decarboxylate the weed, basically. And not boil it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Interesting. So everybody has a concentrate machine at their house if you have a crockpot. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, as culture changes, that might be one of the biggest reasons people people buy crockpots. Because, oh, man, I take my leaves. I mean, harvest time. Yeah, I was going to say, look at the uh, at-home or in-room washing machine guys. They pivoted real hard. <laughs> man, you can put cannabis... So cannabis is going to be very normalized. It really is. Your dad's going to be outside smoking a joint with his friends. Same way he'd be outside drinking a beer with his friends. That's yeah, coming right, that's sooner my kid. than later. His dad already is. Right? <laughs> um, all right. Let's take it over to the comments here. You picked the comments today, Scotty. What do you got? What do we have here? Because if I didn't pick this one, I should have, man. I should have. Okay. I'm sorry. The one I wanted to pick that I missed, but it says, is there any way you can hook Scotty's cough button so dude controls it? So every time I want to cut you off, you can just fucking cough, hit my cough button. I'm sorry, I forgot who did that one, but it was fucking hilarious. Thank you so much, man. (laughs) I was shouting out a few podcasts last week, and Happy Number says no shout out for the GML podcast, and that's the Grandmaster Level podcast. I don't listen to that one myself. I did hear it's good, though, man. So that is Spartan and Wolverine says they're just stellar on that podcast. I love it. I want I want success for everyone that's uh, showing people how to grow. You can tell we don't know everything. Uh, and these guys, totally different style. A lot of these, what is it, Cannabis Lifestyle TV, really cool. Uh, yeah, all those guys, man. They've all got really cool styles, and I want to promote them. So thank you for that. And the I only way it. to fight the censorship, too, is to just normalize like cannabis content being out there, too, and that it's not a bad thing or something that advertisers necessarily want to avoid and everything like that. Fuck yeah, man. If there's anyone else we should be following, please let us know in the comments. I've been hanging out at the Patreon comments lately, dude, with YouTube, uh, with the unpleasantness with YouTube. Kind of been hanging Spotify out. Spotify hasn't done a bad job in saying since it's the, it says uh, listeners of the Dude Grow Show also like these podcasts. And it was a pretty good list, actually. They did an all right recommendation there for me. I only listen to the DGC, homie. No corporate rock for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I shout out to Bake Barista? At Baked yes. Barista, was Baked underscore Barista. Uh, he's a really cool guy I met on on Instagram, which I'm very bad on Instagram. So I think I went and hung out with this guy. I haven't been back on there in two months. But he sent me a bunch of testers. So we've been giving them out. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we will we'll let you know. They will let you know who they are as far as testing. And I uh, hope you learned something from it, brother. Who do you send some to here? Tyler over on Patreon? I guess you're right, man. I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm smoking here, man. I'm smoking. Tyler from Sorry. Patreon. I guess he got some. Tests, I was giving so. you no chance. Go. <laughs> do you want me to take over for a minute so you can get your inhales? Uh, there you go, man. Please do. We got uh, B or BTM boy. BTM boy says, "What is YouTube's actual reason for your perpetual ban?" <laughs> I wrote this. I said, "This is America. We don't need no reasons." Central control says it was offensive. Therefore, it's offensive. Would you like to watch some torso porn video? What is torso porn? It means you've been scrolling too long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
and where is Central Control? Who are they? They. They. Hey. <laughs> I got you guys. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't have a YouTube account rep, if you will. So you know, if we're not on there, you'll see us over on dudegoes.com. It's been a love and hate relationship, as Guru says. It's like an abusive spouse. Uh, so. I I like I think I've further refined that. It's an abusive sugar daddy. <laughs> okay, there we go. I think a politician says my lion stripper girlfriend. So. Hey, Michael Nicholas has got a compliment for you. He says, I like the way the grow is sounding to see a super high-tech home space to go for it, Mr. Scotty. Super high-tech. Yeah, maybe not high-tech, but well thought out. Not like, well, let me build a square and then I'll just, I can hang some, I could probably use this uh, metal tape and staple it and then I could hang my extension cords from that, you know? Like just shit that I'm not, I'm not. I'm used to doing like basement grows that back just even five grows ago, they were, this thing might need to come down in four fucking hours. We one time, me, I was not there actually. I was in another state. My brother Trip and nice guy Kenny were at a 20 lighter and they call me and they go, dude, the power's out. This is a situation. And I do, do this test, do that test. I said, bro, you fucking burn a goddamn transformer out. Clean at 911. You got to get the fuck out of there, man. And it took them, I have a 26 foot trailer, two loads, and they were done. By the morning time, the fucking power, power guys came. They came with the search warrant. They did try to put him in jail for he had to go to court because they just took the dirt. There was like maybe some dirt with some leaf material in there, like not spick and span, like literally like a yeah. span full. And they called it like a pound of weed. But the point is, we used to have to fucking make those things disposable. I mean, 90, 20 light, 99 plant cells just to be able to fucking make it like it never happened. <laughs> so that's where my mentality comes from. Foam on the walls and shit quick tear down to come here and actually his first house i've ever owned man so to be able to uh build something permanent and say hey what's the right kind of drywall and then have my friend that's not running to get out of here that wants to smoke the good weed that's going to be coming out of here that says hey let's make sure we put the outlets in the right place and let's make sure that we pre hey I, you know what he's in there doing he's fucking cleaning the air conditioner and now we're gonna run what's that shit we're gonna run it's the uh what is it called the chlorine gas Oh, some chlorine dioxide gas in there. Yeah, yep. like Procure is probably what we're going to use so that we're able to sterilize the entire space and get in all the like nooks and crannies and uh, some porous materials and stuff too to just have a very clean slate to start off with. I got some high-tech recommendations for you. I'll give them to you in the next grow talk. A couple high-tech items. I love, but thank you for appreciating. You know, life is long. I'm going to be 50 in a few months. And it's really neat to be able to have friends and have the patience and the time and a little bit of money. Thank you for supporting Recharge. I reinvest it back in, in into the grow. But I am, I'm really excited to be able to do this and have a grow room that I can show off. Um, we're repurposing the areas so that we can teach in there. Uh, and I hope to have some really good grow uh, content coming out next year. Same. Guru? Oh, Guru smoking too, uh, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I believe in it, man. We have what seven cameras now. We're ready, okay? We are ready. <laughs> Saying life is long kind of depends on the day, I think, because there's plenty of days or weeks you might be, yeah, life short, my friend. All right, but think about it. So I'm just buried up to my head, like fucking, I don't know, in like sand. I'm just sitting there, but I'm perfectly fine. I'm like, hey guys, I'm fine. You know, I'm like, God damn, life is long. It's been day three now, man. Nobody's come to get me, man. Life's pretty long, man. Yeah. One more comment. One more comment on here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just high as fuck now, man. Uh, we, oh, what is this? From, oh, from the New Year Dab Review, okay? This is Rob Clay Joker. And he says, paying exorbitant prices for the 710 dabs uh, and, thinking it's a, uh, and thinking it's a great vacation is so sad. Who the fuck visits Denver to buy cookies? What a waste of money. I feel so bad for your friends. And I highlighted this one because it's kind of a low light for me. But Rob Clay, Joker, let people enjoy themselves. Not everybody's like you. And it does, you know, it gives you the vibe of being too cool to let others enjoy themselves. Seven, well, ten, yeah, sometimes don't were, even have a connect. I mean, you're, you're pushed here. They're doing it specifically for that situ- situation. Maybe they don't know a person in Colorado. The only way they can get cannabis and things is take part in the dispensary system. And just just throwing it out there, those 710 lab stabs are fire. Next level. I mean, I understand people want to shit on dispensaries. Oh, you're a grow show. How you can't dare you sell dispensary stuff. I love this whole what's going on here. I love seeing what the pros are doing. I don't see some big division between a friend of mine that actually grows professionally and a friend of mine that fucking comes over here and grows in his closet. They're the same people, actually, man. So, uh, yeah, I ain't got no issue with it, man. So I love the. I, I don't mind uh, whatever. You know what the point is? Let everybody do what they want. And if you can't stand it and other people are enjoying it, don't shit on it. Yeah. If you don't like my fire, then don't come around. All right, Ben Harper. <laughs> Look at you, man. Yeah, I just find a lot of that, man, where people are like, hey, man, your shit wasn't for me. So it sucks. Don't do it. Yeah, if you're not bothering me, you know, so do what you will. Do what you will. Mm. Even if it's bothering Consider me your opinions, man. I got one last thing to say about the whole coming on vacation to, to buy cookies in 710. I mean, people go on beer vacations or wine vacations to go drink wine in fucking wherever. Sonoma Valley or I don't know where the fuck. I mean, people come go drink to France beer to eat the cheeses of all the different regions of France. Like, you're always going to find people that want to go do stuff. But, like... The people that come out here and some of them, you can't expect everyone who's not in the legal state to be like educated on uh, the like marketing ploys that people try to use on on stuff or what really good, good quality cannabis is. It is good shit. The cookie stuff like, was delicious. It stunk. It was great, man. I got it. They're after the weed they've seen in like music videos or seen other people on Instagram using and stuff. And a lot of times it is like 710 labs or cookies that people are going to see. I think the only place they make music videos anymore is Russia. You should check them out. They're pretty good though. They don't do that How's on. The they don't going? do that on the MTV anymore. No, no. How's the joint going for me? You know how the joint's going for me. I'm extraordinarily stoned. I think it's, it's giving you it a little together. stoned. I'm gonna call it the talking stick for you. Good thing. I mean, we, at least we do a show, right? I mean, that way it, it helps. I mean, it's no big deal if you keep talking. It's it's okay. I have some <laughs> shit to say, goddammit. But yeah, this might be the talkie weed. I dig. Let's take it to what's growing on. What's growing on? We can do some more talking. <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> uh, what's growing on is this weekend. I had a great weekend with the daughter. I was hanging out, uh, watching Under the Tuscan Sun, which is pretty, pretty man. No, I'm just kidding. It's a complete chick flick that has Diane Lane in it. And she goes to Tuscany. All right. Oh, so I fucking like it. Who cares, man? Me and my daughter are watching it, having a daddy-daughter day. She's got her beauty supplies out. She's doing her Sunday face mask. And then she's got her, you have to, you don't just wash the face mask off. You have to use cleansing water. Cleansing water is like this $8 bottle. Looks like fucking, I don't know, maybe a pint. No, it looks like two pints. It looks like a quart. Okay. And I'm like, uh, the hell man what is cleansing water so of course i know as soon as it says water 
this is water, dude. So I look and it's fucking water with like the tiniest bit of glycerin in there. And My I'm only like, question, what are the labeling requirements for uh, <laughs> yeah. well, like water-based products like that? Could there be a secret ingredient that they're just not putting in there? Or is it literally just water and glycerin? And there was some shady chemical at the very, very end that I was ashamed that was in there. You know, like some fucking total weird preservative shit. Some but anyway, it just, just made me think of fucking bunk shit, man. It made me think. You know what it made me think of? What? Is people that lie about the value of their products. That sit there and go, hey, I'm going to sell you shit and I'm going I'm to pretend it's good stuff. I'm just tripping out that people are buying water in a bottle, you said. Well, this is almost looks like this is in the beauty supply section. You're getting eight dollar water in the. That was my sarcasm on bottled water. Go ahead. I don't know what when if you imagine trying to sell that plan in the eighties, guys. We're gonna bottle water. Avion, go ahead. Avion, man, but hardly anybody drank that, man. You were judged (laughs) if you drank Avion in the eighties, man. Anyway, the whole scam of it reminded me of CBD because CBD is all over the place. It's all over the TV now. There's sports stars vouching for it. It's mainstream. infomercial yet of CBD? Have you seen it? Yep. Yep. I have. There's there's just everywhere. Like all the ESPN style uh, sports stars are all doing CBD stuff. And when you look at what's going on, it's not good quality. And it's just like we talk about LED lights where we're like, Hey, here are the parameters. And this is how you tell how much light you're getting for the money. You know, it's measured. You can measure it in what? U moles per joule, how efficient the light is. I mean, you can't say it's not, it's all not good quality. I mean, who are you referencing specifically? Here's my point is we, they don't, nobody wants to educate you. Just like the news doesn't want to educate you on much. Nobody wants to educate you on how to evaluate CBD. Nobody, the light manufacturers aren't, aren't all saying, Hey guys, this is how you can do the math and tell which one's exactly the right light. You know, the most efficient light. They'll try to hide a little bit, man. And with CBD, I find it particularly disgusting because people really need it. It's a great medicine and you need a decent amount of it. I want to say it's like 33 milliliters of, of pure CBD. Where if, Maybe you, it, if you have quality CBD, like it does have an effect. It does help with things. If you have bunk CBD, it doesn't do anything and it perpetuates the like, oh, that's, that's just snake oil. Just, it doesn't yes, really do anything. Yes, it's really screwing things up. And it was just pissing me off, man. And you know what? It's not hard to tell. <clears throat> just like you can tell an efficient light from a crappy light, just using a couple formulas. <clears throat> All you need to know is really fucking simple math to understand how strong the CBD is and what's in it and what you're paying for it. If And yeah, you, you can pretty easily just figure out a concentration of something um, and divide, get your milligrams per milliliter of the thing. So divide how many milligrams of CBD it is by how many milliliters it is. Yeah. And that's how concentrated that CBD that you actually have is. Hang on. I want to take it. You know, I'm super simpleton over here. Milligrams is weight. You can get a gram of of dabs and it's a specific weight. They use a scale for it. Milliliters, when I'm getting a two liter of Coke, that's by volume. Whatever, mm-hmm. however the fuck much, much it weighs to make that two liter of Coke. So two liter is volume. So when you see milliliters, that's the size of the fucking jar they're putting it in. And, you know, you can get fucking 90 milliliters. It's just fucking so 90 milliliters of cocoa oil. I'm looking at a bottle of tincture here, and it says it's 1,000 milligrams and 30 milliliters. Okay, cool. So what's that saying? It's 30 milliliters. It's those little average size t- tincture bottles. And 1,000 mm-hmm. milligrams is one gram, 1,000 milligrams, mil, 
is one gram. So you're getting one gram of pure CBD. So if it's uh, if the CBD is 100% CBD, you're getting one gram of that in there. It's pretty goddamn good value. You know, I, I think that's that's Hanover hemp. Yeah, Hanover hemp. That, that's, that's a legitimate product right there. Uh, my wife's coming home with CBD skin balm that has... You know, right away when you say that, I'm thinking like, yeah, that's where it could be gimmicky or... Super low concentrations. Yeah, when you're 60 going. units. <laughs> 60 units of CBD. And she comes home with this fucking kit where I go, how much did this fucking thing cost you? And she goes, I'm not telling you. I just got to throw it out there. The other day was at Beth, Bed Bath & Beyond and got CBD toothpaste. It doesn't even say how many milligrams of CBD are in the thing. It just says CBD, <laughs> cannabis sativa uh, extract on the front of it. And that's it. Um, by the way, it's also pretty, it's like charcoal toothpaste. It turns your teeth black. It's pretty funny. Let me like throw the some uh, – some definite out here on Hanover Hemp because they do. It, this is it, it's it's good. The difference between full spectrum CBD, CBD isolate, and broad spectrum. And full spectrum is what they have because it says on their bottles full spectrum. Full spectrum is used to describe that the whole plant was used in extraction. The hemp plant contains over 480 phyto compounds, including cab- cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and fatty acid. The full spectrum tincture is our best selling product. Now, that to me sounds the best. And what are phyto compounds? Plant. Phyto just means plant. Okay. Uh, all, all, like the whole range of cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, terpenoids, all, all the stuff. So then when you go into isolate, isolate describes CBD in its bare form. Isolate yep. is considered to be the least effective form of CBD. And then broad spectrum. So, wait, so isolate means just so isolate means there's all these different compounds, these cannabinoids, but they're just what are they spinning? They find out the way to CBD, they spin that out in the centrifuge, and and they just isolate that one. Uh, that, centrifuge, that right? I'm not sure that much, but yeah, they'll distill. Sounds they'll, they'll distill it down and concentrate it to a very high degree of purity, like over 99% pure CBD, which uh, that it. In my opinion, cannabis has to have that entourage effect of the myriad of cannabinoids it does that we don't even know exist yet that are in there. Um, those are what are really important and drive the use of it as a medicine. Agreed. Just CBD by itself, like a lot of things by themselves, uh, doesn't get the full effect and uh, can be limited in its effectiveness. Well, I, I can see why yep. some people are trying like – so broad spectrum's definition refers to CBD that has other cannabinoids and terpenes present except THC. Because we have covered news story where people have tested positive while using a 0.3% or supposed 0.3% type CBD concentrate. And I agree with what Guru is saying for sure. Full spectrum, you want to have all the phyto compounds. I love that. I'm going to use that. It just means plant. Hey, I can say, look at my phytos. Hey, you can use a phyto hormones. All right. Oh, my God, man. The phyto hormones are going crazy all around me. And to me, one of the dirty little secrets of the whole CBD industry is that taking you can take isolate isolated CBD into a very high degree of purity and just in the presence of a strong acid, uh, convert that CBD into delta eight or delta nine THC, which is Man. pretty which is pretty crazy and just no one talks about being able to do that. But we were you can definitely do that. 
We were talking about that earlier. I, I remember you need acid. It's a, a what is it? Sulfur, it's sulfuric acid and then like a pentahexane wash. God, I, I wish there was social media back in the day when I walked into Advanced Chemical and Scientific at like 20 something years old and was like, I'll need a, a quart of uh, sulfuric acid and I'll need, I got all the, the lab equipment. And I'm like, do you have a magnetic stirrer? That'd be great. And then I'd like, I'd like a gallon of petroleum ether. And he was like, well, for a gallon, I'll need to see some ID. And I was like, ah. and he goes, but I can say uh, three liters, no problem. And I was like, okay. Like, like, I swear to God, he just let me walk out with no ID and shit. It was amazing. I man. would pay for social media. I want to have been a thing back then to have seen um, that conversation. It was amazing. It's just amazing. That's how I got the D Gold hash book, man. I started trying. I was trying to isomerize hash, and I was trying to take that CBD and kick it in the THC, having no idea what the fuck I was doing. Thank God, I didn't kill anybody. Myself. You started this conversation with saying that there are, I mean, CBD is a highly saturated market. I don't know if that, that's the exact right business terminology for it, saying highly saturated, but yes. there's a lot out there, but you kind of blanket it like there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of good too. I don't know what model's the best. I do like, I guess I call it grower direct, like Hanover Hemp. They grow it, they put their brand on it, they put their reputation on it, and then they sell it. You um, like the fucking 100 mile rule too, though, you hippie. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I love what you're saying. The world don't always work like that. Um, I agree. Ideal, with you. Ideally, um, if you want to take it from the grower aspect or what, if you if possible, grow some damn CBD and do your own extracts, even with something as simple as a crock pot. But it's not ideal for everybody to be able to do that. Price of it needs to come down a little bit, I think. And the growers right now probably want to hit me in the head by me saying that. Um, but for accessibility for everyone, it's what I what I feel. You know, man, I just want to make sure that as this comes out, it's good medicine. So when it is available or finally available in your market, with it seems like it's becoming pretty much nationwide now, that just the same way you can look at a label uh, and understand it when you go to the grocery store, you can look at a label with CBD and go, okay, this is full. I see what this says, full spectrum or, oh shit, this is just isolate right here, man. That's no good. Look for full spectrum. Okay. Look for, you know, look for us. It's just say, maybe say whole plant or full spectrum. And what is that? FS was FSC something. Full spectrum extract. Okay. Excellent. So maybe that's what we look for, but really understanding. Okay. This is says milliliters, but it doesn't say anything about how many milligrams. That's shady. No, you have to at least find something that has for that size 30 milliliter should at least be 1500 milligrams for that price. And you got to do research beyond that. Label claims can be easy just to do, just to say in an industry that I don't know sure. how it, it, I don't know how it's regulated. Yeah. happening across the board, state to state and all that yep. shit. So that's what's fucked up is the doctors don't want to recommend it either because they're like, I don't know, you might go get some shit. You know, they don't want to have to sort through and get it, you know. Hey, here's the official brand you should get that the doctor recommends. How far well, away are we from that? Man? I will recommend Hanover Hemp VA. Yeah, right on. Coupon code dude is good to go um, because it's kind of like, well, we know the grower. And I don't know, you just, I get the good feeling. But uh, and yeah, we're lucky, always, man. Virginia boys make some noise. No, but let's be honest. We're all interested in growing. We're all interested in this stuff. So to ask, you know, to have someone in the crew that uh, that does hemp, there's actually a few people in the crew that do hemp, but they're going to give us the hookup, man. And just like I said, they have a thousand milligram, 30 milliliter jars. That's legit. But yeah, it's nice to be able to know that. It's nice to be able to know, hey, man, I should be taking th between 30 and 50 milliliters a day for some things, man. 
So, yeah. you know, you, you want to make sure you're getting the good, the right stuff and uh, not overpaying for it. The right stuff, hopefully, is going to come out of my crock pot because I know there's going to be some CBD up in there, but I just don't. Being where I'm at in Canada, I have not had time to do the homework. If I was still down in the States, I would be getting just hooking up with Hanover or whatever. But shipping it here can be problematic, we'll say, at times, even just with CBD. But if you're making your own, okay, so what do you got to do? I mean, I guess if there's testing facilities around, you got to make a whole bunch of shatter, right? Your shatter is your milligrams of, of what you get your shatter. You figure out how pure that is. So say the shatter is 50% CBD, say, just I'm kind of ma- making easy numbers. And just to clarify, most of the like unscrupulous comp or right. is scrupulous or unscrupulous, the... The, the the good companies out there Scrupulous. um when they when they put a milligram idea. label on there um they are doing the math for you and having that tested so that they're putting in the right amount of of uh like full spectrum extract in there to right. get that amount of milligrams in the thing along with the other cannabinoids that you're getting to in that extract yeah because i mean if you put a, a thousand milligrams that's one gram of shatter and it's, we're going to say shatter can be what, 68% pure or something like that. Yep. I've seen it in the 60s. So that 1,000 grams is 68% pure CBD. Well, that's 680 milligrams of CBD that you're melting into your tincture or whatever. So that's, you know, whatever, 680 milligrams and 30 milliliters. They're getting that out of each gram. So if you're getting, that's a pretty good return on investment on a gram of shatter. And if you're just not, if you're not just making that into edibles, uh, or if you're not just making this with CBD, if you're doing this right. to make like THC edibles with stuff, and you're using shatter or some type of concentrate, it's safe to just go with 60%. You're kind of lowballing it a yeah. little bit on your edibles, but it gives you a good idea dosage-wise of like when you start to cut things up into the same size squares and everything how many milligrams are going to be in each square. But theoretically, if you're making your own CBD, you've got your own CBD uh, rosin or or shatter, you take two grams of that. It's You figure it's 60-something percent pure. You take two grams of that, you melt it into 30, let it dissolve into 30 milligrams of, I'm sorry, 30 milliliters of oil, maybe MCT oil or something like that. You've got a tincture now that has, what, 1,200, 13, about 12, 1,300 milligrams, right? So... Anyway, it's a pretty strong, you got 13, 1400 milligram tincture in a 30 milliliter bottle. Did I lose everybody? Um, I don't know how we doubled from 680 to 1300. Because we put two grams in it. Oh, okay. Well, Started then, with yeah, two yeah. grams. I, I missed, I missed yeah. that. Then yeah, you are completely right. Yep, that's you, can how you, take, get it. you can take two grams of your concentrate and you can make a nice strong, uh, you know, pretty strong uh, dose of, uh, of tincture with it. You know, just whatever, 1300. I mean, shit, that's pretty expensive. The only weak point in all of that recipe is not a high percentage of people have or maybe can afford a rosin press. Maybe that. that would be right. My point is when I look at it and I say, God damn, in that bottle is two full grams in that 13 or in that, in that thousand milligram bottle over there that I'm getting from them. Yeah. Like a gram and a half of really high quality uh, CBD uh, resin in there or, or I guess rosin. Full spectrum like, extract. It just extract, depends on how they're doing it. Yeah, in there. Man, a gram and a half is in there. That's pretty cool. As opposed to when you go and when you go look for, look for something, look at this at the grocery store. It says 250 milliliters for $60. 250 milliliters, 250 milligrams for $60. Yeah. Man, that's a quarter of a gram. They've taken a quarter gram of shatter and thrown it in that bottle for 60 bucks. Fuck that. You know, if you start <laughs> looking at it like that, you kind of, it gives it a bit of a value. 
Yes. Do your math to make sure you're getting some concentration in your product. Yeah. Just look at the milligrams and remember a thousand milligrams is a gram. We all know what a gram of shatter looks like. We all know what a gram of shatter costs. How shatters 20 bucks, you know? I don't know. You can't go across the board. 20, 20 bucks for a gram of shatter? Just house shatter, what I'm saying. So The house, okay. <laughs> yeah, my point is, so if, that's, if you think about it and you're like, man, there's two grams of shatter in there. Well, fucking there's 40 grams of just raw ingredient in there plus, you know, whatever, plus the tincture and all that stuff. Okay, that makes sense. I like the breakdown. I like the breakdown. It's just the whole CBD thing starts, it does remind me of how, hydro started how the hydro stores started and thankfully there's an evolution where it's not like that they've actually cleaned up and you get real valuable information and products now but back in the day it was kind of the same thing they didn't know the guys behind the counter barely knew what they were looking at they were basically following recipes giving you uh hey man here's here's what you need i know you need here the mycorrhizae and fulvix and this and that and here's your special budding formula and it was also the time that most of those hydro stores were just people trying to get wholesale accounts too to, and get wholesale pricing <laughs> right. or something hook all their grower buddies up yeah it's just that's what that's what ha- is happening with uh, with cbd right now you've got a real uneducated public so i think it's a service to just uh, i will do a shameless recharge plug i made recharge and i was like dude you can put all these things together in there and uh and get more value out of it I just want to see real value come to CBD. And I, and I think it's going to happen. Just we got to bring the facts to it. That's all. Same way Hydro cleaned up its act. I want to see, I want to see CBD clean up its act. The, uh, yeah, the, the legitimate companies and products will shine through. It just takes time. I mean, obviously, the quality CBD is what you see actually do things. It's, it's pretty amazing. I've seen it change things on my face. Uh, I've seen it help with cuts. I've seen it like abrasions on your skin, dry skin, like so many uses. That's why I like the South stuff. But uh, let's take it over to, we got some news to cover here. Yeah, uh, we're going to take it to the pro, well, pros list first, dogrows.com forward slash pros. You guys are out there. You need to hook up. You need to pimp out to grow a little more. Uh, you're looking for some lighting. Speaking of CBD, we have two CBD companies, Hanover Hemp and Farmhouse Hemp on the pros list. Coupon codes across the board here. Maybe you need some quality seeds from Seeds Here Now. Point is, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. What we did, dollars there and uh, work with some reputable companies. You're supposed to say you dig, Scotty. You're down. Man, do I dig. Man, do I dig. I'm looking at that brain. Just take a, at, take a minute. You definitely had the the the, the talking stick joint during what's going on, which is okay. It was the okay. alien Kush cream. I hope I didn't bore everybody. But the alien right in the description. Say side bonus, effects, sir. talkative and creative. <laughs> All right, this is interesting. Can marijuana affect your memory? Effects on cannabis on memory. As you get older, certain aspects of our memory fade away. Two people can experience the same event, but when they come to recall it, one may be able to do so with crystal clear precision, while the other has next to no recollection of it at all. That's definitely happened to me. Like, dude, remember that one time? Like, nope. <laughs> so they're like, no way. Like, and they just completely break it down. Um, this is kind of, I don't want to say a myth, but that has definitely been something that's said a long time. Like, if you smoke a lot, you're, you're totally going to jack up your memory, right? We say this My memory is, a, is uh, fucked. My memory is fucked from smoking so much. Yeah, from short-term memory. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. I can remember long-term real well, except for some okay. things. 
So cabinet smokers are often labeled as being forgetful, absent-minded, and easily distracted. But is there any scientific backing to these stereotypes or the faulty perceptions? What do you think? I think this was such a trip, man, that uh, can I, it just says, what is memory? Can we just yeah. read this part? I'd like to read it. Simply put, human memory is the process of taking the information around us that we perceive with our senses, such as sounds, taste, and touch. The brain then takes this information and stores it so it can be recalled later. Depending on the information and how important our brain deems it is to determine how the memories are processed and stored. It takes the fucking physical sounds and tastes and fucking puts them into long-term storage. How the fuck does that happen, man? Well, and that even cool. Even just the idea of perception is crazy. Like, do you perceive the color green the same way I perceive the color green? Like, we both see the same, like the same light is bouncing off it and hitting our eyes. But like how our brains actually actually interpret that? Like, do you see the same color as me, or do you see or perceive uh, like red, where uh, for what I perceive as green? Hey, what color do you think the it's light how behind colorblind the dude works is, and man. stuff? Do what? What color do you think the light behind the dude is right now? Well, it's green, but me do too, you perceive it the same as I do? Is the huh. thing. so it goes on with long term effects of cannabis on memory. Long term memory is the storage of information over extended period of time. These memories can last for a few days, months, or even the rest of your life. Many factors come into play when deciding how long a memory can be accessed. But the main influence is how the memory was encoded. In the first place, suppose you were extremely alert, aware, even excited when you had the experience. In that case, there's a high likelihood you'll be able to remember it for longer and more vividly. Interesting. Like, and all this happens so automatically, which is kind of cool as far as uh, the storage of, you know, what's going on. And like it says, like, you're not going to forget, hey, did you forget about that one time you fell off the cliff? I was you know going to say what you're talking about right here is like the underlying mechanics for PTSD. And it's how it works thinking, is yeah. where you're so alert or just a general uh, of it. in your brain yeah, so alert in like a someone that was in combat and has PTSD from being at war they're so alert for so long you're like your brain commits that like sears it into your memory and people end up with like night terrors and stuff like that or the best day like your wedding days for both of you guys or something like that something you'll remember for forever um it's because Wait you were so happy about everything no, I got it. yeah do you remember your wedding day <laughs> just Totally. Wow, that's a good All one, good. man. That's a good one, Guru. You're right. Um, going on here, it says, with that said, Sorry, several I remember, studies. Remember wedding night now. Sorry, go on. <laughs> the, uh, this is what with youth. If you are the youth, listen in, but this is technically age restricted, I think, somewhere. Anyway, with that said, several studies have, uh, reveal heavy cannabis consumption during teenage years may cause, may cause long term damage to the brain and is still in its developmental stage, developmental stage, as the brain is not fully mature. It's more sensitive to drug exposure and marijuana affects the neurotransmitters and can even result in an abnormal brain shape and structure volume. That is interesting. Yeah, we... um, But it goes on to say heavy. I think in the beginning of that, the first sentence, several studies reveal heavy cannabis consumption during teenage years. So do not heavily consume. 
But you know, it's tough. <clears throat> Doing arithmetic stoned, I find is very difficult. Guru, you're able to do a, not heavy math. Who the hell calls it arithmetic? No, what I mean is the addition kind of and subtraction, multiplication and division, as opposed to, I know people that can do fucking algebra two and be like A squared plus, <clears throat> plus B squared and whatever. Just do algebraic equations because they understand the rules, the whatever of operation, how all that works. But when you... Act, just Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, you go like, you know, what's, uh, you know, how many ounces in a pound? You know, they just, they don't know that kind of stuff, man. So it's a. Uh, I mean, for me personally, I like to be, there's a threshold though. Like to be stoned and do math and can do math to like a high degree of accuracy and precision while I'm stoned. But there is like a threshold where I'll get to the point where like, I don't want to do this right now. Like. I'm not in the right headspace. Like, I'm just going to chill on the math yeah. and do some math some other time. I give my kids word problems. I'm like, all right, if six people pitch in on 12 pounds because it's going for 3,400 a pound, how much each can get back? <laughs> Let me ask you a question while you're on it. Uh, do you know uh, short-term memory? I want to take it over to how long is the short-term memory stored in the brain for? Are we seconds? Are we minutes? Hour? 30 minutes? What do you think? I don't know. What do you, what do you mean short-term? So like short-term fucking. memories are stored in the brain for around 20 to 30 seconds. I didn't think it'd be that short. And most of the information is lost shortly afterward. Like a phone number. Somebody gives you their phone number. All right, write this down. 8675309. Jenny. I gotta remember that. And this is where the same cannabis cannabis affects more. It says cannabis plays a major role in the way short-term memories are formed. Well, I was the main say- act of I was, Go I was gonna say I, I don't uh, I don't know about you guys personally, but the like an example of this to me is how many times have you gotten super stoned, been like, oh, I need to go grab something from the other room, walk into the other room, and then you're just like, uh, all right, I have to stand here for like thirty seconds and try and figure out why I was coming to this room. Fuck you! Every time and most of the time, it's while I'm like, all right, Guru, I'll, I'll be right back. I know I told you I'd get that, or Kyle, yeah, I'll be right back. And then I'm just standing in the kitchen, like, no idea what I came in here for. Not a clue. And, uh, it's a walk of shame. Re- you got to come back. You know. Then do you no, know, I try. I I make myself stay there. I'm like, you're gonna stay here until that's what I do. Out. That's what I do. I'll I'll stay. I'll just stand there, like in the middle of a room. Looking around for like 30 seconds till I see them. Like, don't get angry because it's not going to help. Sometimes it works. You just take deep breaths, man. All right. So we all agree cannabis may have effects on short-term memory, depending, strain dependent. That is. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to concur. Next news story here. Doing a little bit of a longer wake and bake, hanging out. All right. What do you got, dude? Professor says cops can't tell if you've got a marijuana buzz. Um, and this is an opinion article, um, and this is from the professor, the adjunct professor over at Rutgers Law School, uh, William J. McNichol. I'm giving credit because I like what he has to say here. My hey, question, do you think he kept his job after he posted this opinion piece as an adjunct professor? I think so because he's under a contractual basis, plus he teaches uh, a class about cannabis. Uh, okay, he probably uh, did then. Hey, can we look at the fake cannabis that guy is holding? Is Everything that about that picture is horribly fake. <laughs> the leap definitely is, and I'm, the bud looks suspect. Yeah, it looks like movie bud. All right, so they're talking about uh, the people of New Jersey have voted to legalize adult recreational use of marijuana. This ventures require new levels of skill from police and courts, which will have to deal with people who use marijuana irresponsibly when driving. 
Now, my take on this is people can, if, if you feel it can't, you can get high enough to where you shouldn't be driving. You can get high enough to where you get that high every day and it makes no damn difference in your skills to drive a car and you can pass any type of tests they're going to give you. I mean, there's right. a lot of variables here. There's right. no, Arguably, current, might, might drive better. And currently, there's no way we know cannabis stays in your bloodstream. It's unacceptable to set any nanogram limits, testing of knowing that it's in you at different levels. Right. It does not help. I mean, you're, you're, it's got to be performance-based. What if it's performance-based? You know what? Fucking, it's so easy to find drunk drivers because they're driving like shit because it affects their motor skills terribly. That's why it's important to get them off the road. Well, exactly well, what you've mentioned right there is why most uh, like cannabis DUI cases that go to court, uh, like almost no jury will convict <laughs> it because it's very, very hard for them to actually prove impairment if that's like the legal threshold yeah, but um, still, it's because like, you, I mean, it's pretty easy to disprove that a stone person can't operate a motor Who wants vehicle, to go to court? Uh, you got to take time from work. You got to take money. You got to, yeah. So let, this yeah, is talking about the DREs, the drug recognition experts. So this is like when somebody gets pulled over, not all officers are a DRE. Sometimes they'll call one in because they want to use this testimony. In New Jersey, police rely on DRE, drug recognition expert, police officers to identify marijuana impaired drivers and New Jersey courts have allowed DUI defendants to be convicted on the testimony of DRE police officers. However, there's no scientific validity to the DRE procedure and no one should be convicted of a DUI offense on the basis of the DRE police officer's testimony, which I totally agree with. Um, let me tell you a couple of things they do because it's a trip. So they use the DRE police officers use a 12 step protocol that they claim allows them to identify drug impairment. So the, one, here's a few things. Um, the DRA protocol calls for the officer to make a roadside or a police station diagnosis of various medical or psychiatric, psychiatric conditions. These include the diagnosis of possible paranoia that the DRA's guidebook says is a characteristic of marijuana use. Oh, I'm possibly paranoid. I just got pulled over. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, it, the, it, he's saying not even a psychiatrist would want to diagnose paranoia in a few minutes at the roadside or at a police station. Right. Uh, next things DRE officers can do, they can take your subject's pulse three times um, by placing their hands on the subject's throat to obtain a cardiac pulse. An Hang elevated on a second. Pulse. Yeah, a fucking cop putting his hand on my neck, depending <laughs> on what color I am too, man, is going to elevate my pulse, bro. An elevated pulse um, does indicate marijuana intoxication, but does not um, anyone seriously think that a person's pulse rate won't jump when a police officer takes the pulse. And lastly, um, they say they do, oh, wait, elevated blood pressure is another indication, which is crazy. And then another indication is, uh, which they're supposed to ask and uh, investigate, I don't know how, is increased appetite. So these are the things the DREs are using, and this, all this shit is literally in their guidebook. Stop, stop. Hey, you hungry, man? You hungry? There's a McDonald's right up the street, you know? Like, how do they... Or do they like dangle something or they're like, they're like, you know, I just I watched him. I watched him eat two foot long sandwiches. Okay. Before we approached the car too, sir. And just, <laughs> just to clarify, no legal advice here at all. But if you ever encounter an officer that's like, oh, you're acting really nervous. Like, why are you acting nervous? You, all you have to say and like a good way out of it is that I'm not around police that often. And I'm sorry that it's making me a little bit nervous. And that is, I mean, as far as like, if you say the right things and then they still arrest you, a lawyer is going to be able to have like more feet to stand on, um, to argue that. Man, I was, sure. talk, 
was talking to my buddy about lawyers because he got out of a fucking bad grow scene, man. Like got a bad grow case where the original prosecutor wanted him in jail. He's doing jail time. So you know what the lawyer did? He just stalled the case out for fucking years until the prosecutor quit. When the new prosecutor came in, she was just like, uh, hey, I got to clear all this old shit out of here, man. What do you want? Get this guy out of here. Sure. Make a deal. I was like, dude, that's what happens when you have money and it has to do with cannabis, you know, because nobody gives a shit about cannabis. Interesting little little dealio, no? I know. That is interesting how some of that shit works. If you want to uh, see how this goes in New Jersey, currently the New Jersey Supreme Court has before it a case. It's the state versus Olo. Ola Nowinski, where the admissibility of DRE, DRE police officers' expert opinions will be decided. So they're currently deciding if DRE's admissibility should go into court. And I don't believe it should at all. I mean, even before this article, because all that is is BS. So, and then you got a jury sit, sitting there. Um, I don't know what exactly they're going to do with marijuana DUIs. It still is a big concern, especially when they come up with devices that test you for numbers. And they're just trying to get money and get right. you in the system. Well, because if you if they're not going to convict and that nobody really wants to go to trial because it costs a fortune, you know how much it costs that guy to fucking stall shit out till the prosecutor retired, you know. But uh, and I don't think anybody's nobody's going to want to go in front of a jury, though. It's going to be really tough to find a jury to convict you if there's no real evidence. So I would think they would. It's kind of a shakedown for money. It is, especially in the type of situations where, like, the person wasn't driving bad at all. Mm -hmm. It was like they had a busted taillight or their registration was out or something. And then they try and get them for a cannabis DUI. It's like you have almost nothing to prove impairment. They passed a roadside sobriety test. Like, uh, good luck with a jury. Like, cool, we'll take it to trial. My, my, like a nightmare scenario, not my personal nightmare, but like anybody can get in a bad car accident. I don't know. It's certain car accident. Definitely if it's a fatal car accident, but at certain levels, I believe they require maybe drug testing. I know they do in fatal accidents for sure. And then at that point, you can just be considered a criminal for it's just, it's, I mean, the laws maybe, are terrible, man. The laws are terrible. So and I use I, the word accident, not like somebody's super high. They're driving 80 miles per hour down a one way high, like they're doing some crazy shit. It's why do you think but, I'm moving to Nicaragua, man? It's a no fault state. Okay. Nothing. How's that work? Nothing. No fault. Just nobody has fault. <laughs> Never happened, man. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm joking. Were you, were you cut off there? Are you good? I'm good, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take it to the memes then. Let's take it to the memes. I hope nobody has any trouble with the damn po po uh, hanging out with your token. Keep it safe out there. <laughs> Roll up the window and say, am I being detained? Actually, Pot Brothers at Law. Shout out. We had him on the show. Search Dude Grows Pot Brothers. Check it out. This is awesome, man. Guru, I don't know why you didn't get put in here. I apologize. But it says, uh, uh, no Dude Grows show makes Jack a dull boy. And says, I miss Uncle Scotty. And we're, we're missing. Me and you are in the milk carton, dude. Says, Have you seen me? I forget Aww. about those days. They don't do that anymore, do they? Uh, they don't put kids on the milk carton, do they? They, they got the nice. internet now to try and... And, the, and they make your phone ping anytime there's a like Amber Alert. So oh, they so got it to everyone instead of just people in that drink milk cartons. Just cry at the milk carton, you know? It's depressing. No, it's funny. That was hilarious. This one, I don't know, is this controversial? Because it's freaking hilarious. It's Guru's Bro Science. 
It's posted by Canna Cooter, and it is Jesus walking on water. And it says, son of God or water moccasins. And this is because (laughs) if you're from the South, a water moccasin is a super fast snake. And uh, if you're swimming in the water and a water moccasin comes after you, this is what it feels like. You just get out of that fucking water so goddamn quick. I think you do skip across the last. I have never high kneed through chest deep water (laughs) so fast in my life. Yeah. Then seeing that water moccasin come straight at me. Because you don't want your fucking legs hanging out either, man. You know, it's really creepy. So you just, yeah, you end up walking on water. So I'm glad you get it, Canacuter. No one wants (laughs) to have to go to the ER and get anti venom. That's just not something anyone wants to do during their day and like have to. They tourniqueted and like mark it for how long it's been and how much it's swelling and shit. Like, I don't want to do that. It's like a mean looking black snake that wants to attack you. That just wants to attack you, man. And you're like, uh, uh, I hate these things. I'm going to look at watermarks and attack videos on YouTube when we're done. Let's get it done here because I don't yeah. understand the next meme necessarily. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't. This is the real fly, fly high 89 felt like all I know is the real fly high 89 did win a bunch of stuff. Remember you yelled at me because I've given him too much stuff because I love his memes so much. <laughs> he was like, he won last week, but he won an HLG 100. I know he won some genetics. Hopefully he runs some recharge. And yeah, is that you? I don't know who is in the back, man. Is that you? In that, the back? Is, that is dude's face on Trump's body and your face on Biden's body. No, I'm in front, man. Uh, maybe it's me on, I, I can't tell you're who's on, on Biden's, Biden's body, man. Yeah, I'm on Biden's body. Wow, you have attractive girl-like features in that picture. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty good stuff, man. Real Fly High 89. I'm glad you got to get all your good stuff, man. I dig right them. On. I dig them. I'm just watching some surfing. I'm just checking out your... your good, uh, good. Come on, I've been, been hearing about Jaws this week, or last this? week, rather. Man, some of you guys got to get the YouTube, uh, what is it, Google Plus? YouTube Plus. Yeah, I don't know who logged out my YouTube on here and put uh, your YouTube on here. (laughs) Really? You don't know who did that, huh? (laughs) I wonder who would do that. (laughs) Sorry. All right, check this out, though, man. Come on, this is Jaws. Holy shit. Oh, Oh, they both made it. I hope they fight. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Hang Power on. of nature keep... taking advantage. We gotta... Hang on, man. There's just a couple goodies. Can you imagine, like, surfing that on weed? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought you might enjoy that, y'all. Digging, digging, digging. Had a good time hanging out, you guys. You did do growth.com forward slash support. We'll be coming back to just some growth talk. Mimiana, and uh, let's do some shout-outs. You're good. You're ready. Yes, I'm ready, sir. I'm ready. All right, I'm Rasta K. Hey, Rasta K and Canon BC, I'm taking it. See a shout-out of a Canon. Oh, that's okay. I got Canadian weed nerd and one smoke away. You yeah, know, Ronnie Gray, 198, and Stank Nugs, UGA. What's up? Krusty Socks, 1975, and Rock Creek Freak. Here, Dabby, and today finish. Say hi, my friends. Until next time, uh, we'll come at you. So, take your easy dude. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss.
chances to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the bells on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it all day long Get away!